Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. again. Thanks for clicking the download button and tuning into this episode of Past Podiums. Today we are focusing our analytic gaze on June 8th, 2013 in the final round of the Bouldering World Cup that was held on that date. This event took place in Vail, Colorado, and as was standard at the time, it was part of a much broader festival called the Mountain Games that featured bunch of other outdoorsy activities like mountain biking and kayaking. I think there was a half marathon also. There were also some vendor booths and it it actually is something that still goes on to this day and I won't deviate here too much from this 2013 event in question but there is some pretty fascinating history to just how and why the Bouldering World Cups became part of this Mountain Games Festival in the first place. At this point in 2013, the Bouldering World Cups had been kind of a marquee part of this festival for several several years, but it, it all traced back to the really early days of USA Climbing as the national governing body. They wanted to work jointly with the IFSC as the international governing body to bring a World Cup to the United States But USA Climbing, being so young as an organization, didn't really have a huge budget. They certainly didn't have a surplus of funding that they could devote to organizing and marketing and coordinating something just as colossal as a a World Cup. So enter the Mountain Games, which had proven to be already a popular mainstay in Vail with some substantial sponsors, and there were actually some climbing events that were already part of the recreational offerings of the festival. So the thinking was, if a climbing World Cup could be brought into the fold of this pre-existing Mountain Games, then there'd be some ready-made promotion and marketing for the games as a whole, but the World Cups could just kind of benefit from that as one part of this much grander operation. So it actually was a pretty ingenious business move for all parties involved because the World Cups gave the Mountain Games some additional credibility, certainly some kind of athletic credibility, and and brought in some new fans to the festival. And the World Cups got some hefty advertising and necessary logistical support as part of this bigger festival. So it all happened as a result of USA Climbing really having to be pretty budget conscious in those formative years. But like I said, that all played out years prior to this 2013 season. The World Cups in Vail were a a recurring stop on the bouldering circuit by this point, and the Mountain Games Festival as a setting had already proven to always make for a, a really special atmosphere. So Once again, Johnny Brown is our commentator or our host for this particular World Cup. He starts us off by bringing in John Partridge, and he also brings in Alex Johnson. Johnson was, and I suppose will forever be, Vail World Cup royalty because she won the event 
back in 2008. So the three of them there, Brown, Partridge, and Johnson, they wax poetic a little bit with the microphone. They share some thoughts and they talk about how the boulders look particularly hard. And then the finalists come out to check out the, the climbs and we get kind of about five or ten minutes of observation and there's a little brief interlude because someone parachutes down wearing they're in a big gopro parachute advertising parachute and then we're about to begin so real quick here i'll give you the finalists the men finalists are jorg verhoven of the netherlands rustam gelmanov and dmitry sherifutinov both of russia killian fishuber of austria Sean McCall of Canada, and Paul Robinson of the USA. Paul Robinson at this point wasn't doing a ton of big competitions, but he managed to make a World Cup Finals here, so we'll see what he can do as the round plays out. The six women finalists are Shauna Coxie of Great Britain, Akio Noguchi of Japan. There are two American finalists in the women's division, Alex Puccio and Angie Payne. It's our first time seeing Angie Payne in a finals for 2013. And also rounding out the finalists, Julie Verm of Germany and Anna Storr. So anybody that's listened to the previous episodes will know that there is a big rematch here or, or potential for a big rematch of the two of them, Julie Verm and Anna Storr, after that shocking finals earlier in this 2013 season in Innsbruck where Julie Verm beat Anna Storr. So here in Vail, we get things started with Shauna Coxie and Jorg Verhoeven as the first of the finalists to come out. They stroll out with Daft Punk's Get Lucky playing on the speakers from the DJ. And that was kind of, I, I just couldn't help but jot down here in my notes that the memory of that song being so astoundingly popular and prevalent at this particular time because it it came out in 2013. I just have vivid memories of that song being played seemingly in every bar, every coffee shop, certainly on car radio stations. And also it seemed like every climbing gym in the in the country was playing that song. So it, it just wouldn't feel right, I, say, I suppose, to highlight an event from th- that year, from 2013, and, and not at least hear this song at one point because it was everywhere but as to the boulders themselves men's one and women's one so men's one it starts it's a you stand on a volume and then there's a large leftward jump higher up on the boulder Jorg Jorg Verhoeven he he struggles on it as do most of the men they kind of get stymied by this this big jump but Rustam Gelmanov and Dmitry Sherifutinov do manage to stick the big jump after a couple of attempts, so that vaults them into an early lead in the men's division. Women's one is a mantle up to some slim crimps, and then there's some, some wide feet higher up. The commentators actually mentioned that Shauna Coxie was being plagued by a knee injury at this point in the 2013 season. That's kind of a talking point that they go back to throughout this round whenever Shauna is climbing. But it doesn't seem to be an issue on this boulder specifically. Shauna ends up flashing to the top, and most of the other women make quick work of this boulder as well and, and reach the top. On to the second boulders. Men's two, the the men have to nudge snugly in a dihedral, and then they stem and chimney their way up. Alex Johnson on commentary says, quote, they have to starfish their way up 
the corner, which I thought was a pretty good description of this. It's just a bit too hard for all of the men. There's a lot of foot slippage as they're trying to smear onto the wall and work their way up. And so this boulder actually goes untopped. Uh, Women's 2 is all about wrestling up this humongous teal kind of spherical kind of polygon-ish volume. It's definitely one of the more memorable holds this season. It's as hard as it is to describe. It's definitely something that sticks in your mind. A majority of the women angle to the to the right side of it and they end up flashing it. Anastor actually gets called off though for an illegal start and so she has to reclimb it again and and she does. She tops it after just a few attempts. But after all of that, here's how the scores are looking at the round's halfway point. So in the women's division, Akio Noguchi, Shauna Coxie, and Julie Verm have all flashed everything so far. So they are leading the pack. Anastor has topped everything, but it has taken her several tries, as illustrated by that second boulder that we just talked about. So she's trailing by a little bit. And Alex Puccio is also in pretty good standing. She has a couple of tops so far, too. In the men's division, it has all been about really just two competitors, Dmitry Sherefutinov and Rustam Gelmanov, early in this round. They both vaulted ahead of everyone else and just kind of stayed there ever since that first boulder. We haven't seen any other tops by, by any of the other men. The third boulders, men's three is a really imposing roof, and there are some blue prism volumes at the top of it. Dmitry Sherpoutinov and Rustam Gelmanov end up widening the gap between themselves and everyone else by topping this boulder. It it does also get topped by Jorg Verhoeven and Sean McCall, but it's really Dmitry Sherpoutinov and Rustam Gelmanov that are, are standing pretty tall at the end of this thing. Uh, women's three is an overhang with some brick-shaped holds. I it, When I, I used to coach, I used to just describe these kinds of climbs as a squeeze and proceed. That's what we'd always tell the, the kids that I would coach. So that, this boulder's kind of like that. Anastor gives it a, a pretty clutch flash. She really needed a strong performance here or else she was at risk of Akio Noguchi and some others really starting to pull away in the scores. So Anastor men- manages to stay in the mix. Akio Noguchi and Alex Puccio end up flashing it too. Shauna Coxie doesn't flash it, but she ends up climbing it in two attempts. So when all is said and done, this boulder really jostles the whole standings a little bit by by keeping Anna up in there, and Akio and Alex are, are still kind of battling it out, and it sets up a really riveting last boulder for, for this final round. First of all, men's four, it's an overhang with some palmy slopers. Dmitry Sherfutinov and Rustam Gelmanov, those two big names from all the previous boulders of this round, they top it in two attempts each, which concludes a, a very supreme and dominating round from each of them. Dmitry Sherfutinov ends up taking the gold medal just by a little bit of arithmetic on attempts for the, the round as a whole. Rustam Gelmanov, he slips down to second place. Killian Fischubert tops this boulder too, but as it's his only top of the round, it's really not enough to elevate him too high up in the standings and, and certainly doesn't, doesn't get him onto the podium. Women's four is another cave boulder with some 
big prism-shaped volumes. Okay, there's a lot to discuss with this one. So Shauna Coxie comes out and tries it first, but she cannot top it. Alex Puccio then comes out and does top it in just two attempts. And as she does, there's a really memorable call from Johnny Brown here on commentary. He says, is she going to set the target? It looks like she is. Bang, bang, bang. It's a very unforgettable play-by-play there from, from Johnny Brown. Akio Noguchi then comes out next. So if Akio Noguchi tops it, as they say on commentary, she will, quote, leapfrog Alex, meaning Alex Puccio, in the scores. But actually, if Akio Noguchi flashes it, she will win this whole competition. So there's some really great drama here with Akio's attempts. In the end, she does not flash it. It takes her six attempts, but she does get to the top eventually. So there will be some shuffling of the scores with that. Julie Verm comes out and, and can't quite get into the upper sections above the cave. She doesn't end up topping this thing. Johnny Brown says, quote, it's too little too late from Julie Verm. So it all eventually funnels down to Anna Storr. To win the gold, she has to top this boulder in three tries or less. So on her first try, she starts and then she falls going onto the roof section. There's this, she has to snag this little crimp on a volume and she can't quite do it. She sets up then, goes for her second try. She goes more methodically, a little more statically, but she falls again going for that same crimpy move. So it's her third try. The tension is palpable. It all comes down to this and she does it. She sticks that crimpy move and ends up cruising up to the top. The top of this boulder is certainly no gimme section, but she manages to to just kind of coast up it, and it is just a a fantastic, fantastic performance from Honest Store when it mattered most. Okay, let's break down the podium here. Here's how the podiums look. The women's Anna Store takes the gold medal. She was in a bit of a hole early with tops, whereas others were, were flashing the early boulders, but a vital flash on women's number three and then a top on women's four when it was most imperative, as we just explained. It really brought Anna Store out of the depths and was good enough to secure that gold. Second place, silver medal goes to Akio Noguchi, who flashed the first three boulders, but just ended up taking too many attempts on the last boulder. Too many to claim the gold. Certainly nothing wrong with silver here, though, especially when it was such an incredible story of her battling against Honest Store. Third place, the bronze medal goes to Alex Puccio on home soil. She topped everything, but uh, with only two of those tops being flashes, positions her down into third place. The men's podium, maybe not quite as dramatic, but Dmitry Sharapoutinov wins the gold medal, and Rustam Gelmanov wins silver. Each of them had three tops, and Jorg Verhoeven of the Netherlands ends up in third place with the bronze medal. The highlight of this event is definitely Anna Storr on that last women's boulder. It is it is one of the greatest isolated performances in a final round in all of competition climbing history. It's around the two hour and 19 minute mark in the finals live stream. So if you haven't ever seen it, definitely go back and soak in the tension. Just enjoy the electricity from the crowd and the the great commentary and the high stakes of Honest Store having to 
top that thing in, in three attempts in order to win. Great stuff. That's all for me. So join me next time because it will be the last stop on the 2013 Bouldering World Cup circuit. Here's a little hint. We'll head back to Europe for that event and we will ha- see how the season concludes. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that could happen. Trust me, it's a really fun event. It'll be really fun to discuss it. We'll see you next time. Real quick before we get out of here, thanks again for listening. Also, thanks to Audio Coffee for doing the music. And if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about, you can find it on the International Federation of Sport Climbing YouTube channel. See you next time.